Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The Australian Ghost Whisperer with Katerina Legato and James Jennings. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Australian Ghost Whisperer. Hello, Katerina. Hi, James. And a big Hi, welcome. everybody. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back. And a big welcome to our special guest today, Auntie Luna. Hello, Luna. How are you? Yeah, my good day. How are you going, James? Hello, Auntie Luna. So welcome. Thank you for coming on. G'day, Katerina. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Indeed it is. Can you give us... So a... excited to hear about your experiences. Exactly, exactly. I, I, I will tell uh, listeners that I heard a podcast that um, Luna appeared on where she talked about all manner of fascinating things involving the spirit world and immediately I was like, I, I would love to have her, her as a guest in our show to talk about your amazing experiences. So we're blessed to have you here. Um, would you like to tell us uh, maybe a little bit about your background, Luna, before we kick off? Okay. So first time, uh, we're Rodrigo Milleroy, Goanna Snake, Water Lily Woman. And in our culture, that describes who I am and what I do. So uh, in normal world, like every day, I'm actually a weaver and I make all our traditional outfits and stuff like that. Um, I, they call me a cultural practitioner, so I practice, practice all different things in our culture, mostly weaving in that um, and there's a whole array of stuff that you do there and all our traditional outfits. Um, and But I'm also a healer, um, and the same thing applies in that. So there's all these different arrays of healing and stuff like that and gifts that go along with it. Um, and I was born this way to be able to see and everything. It was always more natural to me. And in our people as cultural, um, that spiritual aspect of things is a normal thing. It's, Absolutely. It um, is normal. It should be normal for all cultures, actually, be, where yeah. these are God-given gifts. That, exactly right, Katerina, exactly right. Um, and in our culture, that's just the way it was. And even today, even though we live a bit different to how we used to, that that aspect of our people is still um, still there. So uh, for others like me in our culture, we can go walk amongst our own people and feel very comfortable, whereas when we walk out in normal, ordinary world, we can feel uncomfortable because we know mm. that a lot of people don't understand mm. how we are or what we do or what happens to us, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a kind of strange. It's like walking in two worlds, you know. Mm. Oh, gosh. And I, I've always felt that way also, Luna, that I work and walk in two worlds yeah. there's the physical world and then there's a the spiritual world which is what i always feel that that's more who i am but i always feel like yeah i'm walking between two worlds so yeah i understand that totally it's really, really hard um so uh yeah um yeah and most of my life i've been aware for like over 20 something years i've been spiritual all my life um had lots of experiences of my own personal stuff. Um, 
and yeah, as I said, like some cultural things we're not allowed to talk about, but I'm allowed to talk about my own personal experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of ties together because everything's connected, which I will talk about the connection. Um, actually, a good place to start. I had a little peek at what you fellas do, and I popped into the part where you're connecting to trees and that, and I thought, hey, sister, brother, the easy way to connect the tree, you, you connect to the tree, but you're actually connected to everything. The trees, the magical properties, the spiritual magical properties of the tree have really good communication system. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, and they're connected to everything. So it enables us to communicate with things. Already. And they also carry a great deal of wisdom because they're so old. They yeah. have all the ancient wisdom of the history of the earth. They do. So yes. that's what I feel when I go for walks and connect with the trees. I feel like when I communicate with them, I'm, you know, they're, they're so old and the wisdom, especially the older trees, those big yeah, older trees yeah. that carry a different frequency to the younger trees. Yeah, because they live in a different time and they know different things. And did you know, you know how um, we pass things on to our children? The trees do the same. Each seed that comes on the tree, each sapling that comes on, all that knowledge from the very beginning is passed on to that tree. Wow. And then yeah. the tree will Yeah. Pass. That makes a lot of sense. And that's why, um, you know, culture, I call them tree people because mm. spiritually, if you took away physically the, the bark and the leaves, you're looking at a being. Mm. Um, and it deserves all the respect to what every other being is doing. And um, in our culture, like trees have a lot to do with when we make artifacts and um burial like they're such a part of our culture in all those aspects um without them wouldn't have yeah <laughs> it just wouldn't happen yeah because of the trees and yeah i would go yeah, off on a cultural tangent and go okay we make this and um we buried people in logs in my culture and you got to understand um i'm a Andrew Gil gamilaroi so my mob does things one way and then when you go to a different mob they can be a little bit different and it depends on where they live and what they're accessible to. Mm. Um, hence the same as the spirits in the land. Uh, you can, like, here in New South Wales, they're kind of one feeling, but when you go to a different country and go to another mob's place, they're, they're different. Um, and with the spirits in the land, a lot of people come to me and go, oh, I've got spirits in my house, can you help clear them out? Yeah, I have that. Yes. A lot of the play and the first thing I ask them is, "Where do you live?" Say, oh my gosh, <laughs> where do you live? live in an area where there's land spirits, I'm not mm. going. I'm not even bother going because mm. they take precedence. They were there first, and they were put there to protect the land. Mm. So then people will think it's an evil spirit, right? Because I've had people go, I've got an evil spirit in my house and gone there and it's just a nature spirit, it's a land spirit. It was put there for a reason or be there forever because that's what it's meant to do. And it's meant to protect. So we all know as human beings, if we're going to protect something, big, small, animal, baby, like whatever it is, you're going to get a bit in protecting that. So people build houses on this area, of course they're going to get cranky. You know, we'll come across as an evil spirit. 
but it isn't. It's a land spirit. But if you once you acknowledge that and you start to respect the land and the area you're in more, all that all that activity will start to die down mm. because it's mm. they it knows that you have respect in your heart. Um, yeah, so blessing, blessing the land, doing a blessing when you move into a home. You know, you're not just blessing your home, but also blessing the land that that home has yeah. been built on, giving thanks that. You know, Mother Earth is holding that sacred space for you and your family to live in. Yep, that's right. Which is something that people forget to do. They don't. Oh, totally. And therefore that is part of what creates the issues within their homes, you know, because they're not in sync or harmony with the land, then they're not in sync and harmony with their home and everything gets out of whack. Because you're supposed to ask when you move, even if you move to a house, you've got to ask before you go. And it's not ask people. You've got to ask the mother and creator and the spirits around, and the nature spirits around there, can I live here? And yeah. respect. Most people don't. Some people move in and then go, ring me up and go, oh, I want to be respectful. Can, is there something you can get on in the place? I'm thinking you already moved in. I want to ask permission now. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Too late, yeah. Too late. Yeah. 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 I remember moving up here to the upper mountains and asking and feeling so welcomed and loved when I moved up here. I felt immediately like I was where I needed to be. It was okay to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um it's been incredibly special <clears throat> and just beautiful being able to just communicate with all the nature spirits here and the trees and even the animals, all the wildlife. Yeah, there's lots of animals up there. So many. Yeah, it's beautiful. I feel so protective of them all. No, oh, and even animals and that, right? The animals, wild animals, if you talk to them like we would talk, hey, what do you Yeah, you they'll calm down. They'll, talk, they'll react fine. Like people say That's to me, uh, things will come in and I'll just go, come on. And they actually, one thing I found, they animals and that, they respond to language, traditional language of this place. They, they respond to it. It's like they understand language for some reason. And, um, well, they get a sense animals are incredibly intuitive. So animals will intuitively feel the emotions and intentions of a person. They don't speak English or whatever. They they go on sensory, so they will sense and feel your energy. You know, it's like when I go to a house clearings, for example, all their pets will always come up to me yeah. and start licking me. And, and mm. the owners are like, my dogs will never do, they'll bark at a stranger, but they don't because they already sense that I'm there for a genuine purpose and that I love, I absolutely love and adore all animals, people know I'm a great animal lover. And so they sense that and feel that. And even when people go for walks, when I'm walking, they're walking their little dog, their dog will be like, want to come up to me and I end up patting them and they're like, what? You know, that's this really strange thing that my dog would want to do that. So I absolutely. say hello to the dog and forget to say hello to the human. <laughs> oh, same. I, I'm, I'm always like, <laughs> Hello to the dog, and that we just make instant eye heart contact, and the humans just like oh, okay. <laughs> They're a bit jealous, going my dog doesn't look at me like that. But yeah, it's what's in your heart that 
It the emits the energy. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Even um, some people because the different places in the bush, some are special places where no one should go because that's it might be an energy spot or a ceremony place, or there actually might be something bad there, and they tell people yeah. to stay away. Right? There's a hundred and one reasons when you're walking in the bush why to be careful. Yeah, um, this is true. Then I say that was a lovely hound. Um, and at, oh, do you feel there's many portals, um, yeah, Luna? There is so many portals. Yeah. I get the Some places vibe of more... so many portals yeah. up and down the mountains especially. And some portals yeah. I feel are full of love and there's like almost these beautiful, you know, ETs or beautiful spirits coming in, in and out, using it as kind of a place to come in and out. But then I sense that certain portals are 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 been opened by dark entities, and that they're using that to come in and out of. That's yeah. what I've sensed along here. And, and what would you say to these portals that are bringing in the dark entities? Do you, in your experience, feel that we should try to close them? Um, yeah, because a lot of, you see, since, um, since settlement, uh, other spiritual people came to this land with their spiritual ways and did things, they, they're not, they weren't happy way, well, I'm talking about, I don't want to say any oh, name right but they do no, dark things dark yeah. magic and stuff like that okay i'm aware of a lot of that right? takes place here yeah. and what people don't know in our culture we have law and one of the laws is i can't go say to queensland mob right and do a full-on spiritual ceremony because it's not my place it'd be like me going to james's house and go okay james i'm here i'm going to do a ceremony and i brought my friends and you got no idea what i'm doing Right, especially if there was half a dozen women rocked up at your house, and you'd be like, "What, what, what, what?" And then I did a ceremony at your house and left and left you to live in that energy. That is so disrespectful, and you just don't do things like that. And for all I know, James could have had this beautiful harmony circle going on in his area where he lives, where everything's balanced and everything comes through and sings to a particular high note. And then I go in there with my ignorance and stupidity, thinking what I know is the best and ruin it all. That's kind of what's happened in Australia. We have all yeah. these come over, there's song lines, there's healing lines, there's all these different spots, right? There's places of old where dark things have been trapped there on purpose, they're meant to stay there, there's guardians, there's all this different array mm. of stuff. They go in there with their ceremonies from other places overseas and have no permission to do it and muck these things up and what have the end term effect is that we all feel it in the long run because we live all over. So we're going to fuel it on the land when it comes out and it happens, you know. Um, how to stop this, I don't know. Uh, perhaps awareness and education. Um, so people go, oh, sorry. Oh. That's what I was going to say before. Like if you're walking in the bush and you hit one of these places and you go, oh, no, I went into men's area because we have men and women's area. Mm, right? Yeah, I'm aware of that. And, and for uneducated people that don't know our culture, you could easily walk into one or the other 
and um, it can have different effects on it. You can make you sick, give you bad dreams, you can hurt yourself, like all sorts of things can happen, right? Um, but if you go in there and you know all of a sudden there's something wrong, this isn't right, and then from the goodness of your heart, like we are talking about before, where you're coming from, you mm. kind of go, I'm sorry, I didn't know. The nature, the spirits, creator and the mother, all look in and they know when you're being honest from the heart. So nothing will happen to you because you're doing it from your heart. Yeah, yeah. And you, you say, mm. I've made a mistake, I didn't know. But now I know I'm not going to make the same mistake and you're forgiven, it's all good. Mm. Um, when you do the, the people, what I mentioned before, that do bad practices, mm. when they keep going there deliberately, knowing what they're doing, they're the cause of very bad things. And people, but that bad will return to them, though, oh, I yeah. feel, Luna. It returns to them tenfold, if not more. And we have guardians in our culture. Mm. And these things will come and get you. Oh, I'll God, yeah. yeah. I'll follow you home and wait and wait and wait and wait. And, wait. and eventually they'll get you. Yes, and we were talking about that on another episode. <laughs> Absolutely. They will come for you invoke the wrong thing. You upset a spirit or an entity, it will come for you 100%. Because remember, I said them things are put there to guard places, that's their job. Mm. Okay? Mm. Um, and then you've got places where there's things that have been locked there to keep for safety for everybody. Yes, certain doorways that have already been shut because they were bringing in dark entities. But then again, as you say, people go in and they know that they feel because those places have a very distinct energy about them. So people with bad practices go there to reopen those doorways because they want to use the dark entities for a power trip for themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is really disturbing. And, and they will use, you know, sacrificial means to oh, open up those doorways. Yeah, do There's that. a lot of that, unfortunately, goes on in nature. It does. Yeah. I don't realise that. People are me, oh, how come we've still got pain and all that in the world? And I go, well, even if we're nice to each other, look what we do to animals. They're, oh, God, please don't go there. What well, comes back from them when we hurt them deliberately? we we got to pay for it. <laughs> human race and that's where it's coming from stop there and unfortunately people have you know we've been programmed much as humanity has been programmed to believe that animals are beneath us not yes. to be respected yes. they're here to be of service for yeah. us for us to use them in and you know insult and corrupt them in every way and it's not at all god breathed life into them just the way he breathed life into us yes. and creator god loves everything that creator god created equally you know people find that hard to fan to to, to swallow hard to, they're like oh don't tell me god loves you know a hu you know an animal more than a human no it's all equal because mm. there's all no different. judgment there's no it's infinite love for all of its creations and and the more pain we cause the the animals the more that pain then goes into the earth, oh, yes, into the yeah. atmosphere and returns to us. That's right. And that's why there's so much sickness, disease, because people are on these incredibly, you know, acidic, 
um, inflammatory diets where they're eating all this meat. Is where the healing comes. They're eating all this tortured animals. <laughs> yes. This is one level of healing. And they're coming to me yeah. and going, I'm so sick and my gut's sick and I'm depressed. Yeah. Stop eating the torture. No animal dies because it wants to die. Every animal goes through a process of being tortured of being fearful, of crying. I have seen footage of cows being lined up to be slaughtered with tears running down their eyes and they're shaking and they're killed in front of each other. There is no humane way of killing any animal. And until we stop this, we can never evolve as, as a heart consciousness humanity and all this bad we're doing to the earth and nature will come back to us. And people don't want to hear that because it's like then I've got to change. But we we need to change, you know, and I'm sure you're aware of this also, Luna, because we are on destructive mode. You know, the earth can't take any more of the crap we're doing. At least you balance it. In our culture, I'll tell you two things in our culture to give you an idea how we lived in a balanced way in the old days. Mm -hmm. So in my mob, once a year, the men would go like on um, a fast kind of thing and they wouldn't eat meat. And that time of year would be when the kangaroos are having babies and that, right? You can't go killing them because we want more for the future for our children. Mm. So the men kind of went on a bit of a fast. But the women, the ones who, um, the young women and the pregnant women and that, their little bit of meat would be given to them because they needed it, right, for survival. So that ensured that um, there'd be Yeah, enough. but there was, they were different times. There was no was other choice. The, you know, these days we have so many other choices. Yeah. We, so we, we have, have supermarkets. Food. We have so many other. No. We have beans and Oil. legumes. Yeah, too much. The Oil. indigenous people of the land didn't have this. It's like the American Indian. Well, it was like a supermarket, sister. That's what we were trying to tell you. Before it got, they started cutting everything. They started cutting everything down. It was a supermarket. You could walk through. All your medicine was there. All your food needs were your there. Your berries and, and all, fruits. Everything you needed to make clothes and stuff and yeah, hemp, all of that. It was all destroyed. Yeah, you just had to know what shelf things were on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely yeah. we live, you know, in contrast to. Um, nature we're not in sync with nature at all so in our culture too referring to that time of year and hunting um we all knew that um some of the old fellas and old women they could occupy an animal's body and watch over right so if you killed an animal that was an old one you get in trouble because you're expected to know the difference Mm. right even today and like you mentioned the cows well, there could have been an old one in that cow group that wasn't just like a normal cow, right? There was something different about that cow. Mm. Okay, that cow is not to be killed because it's, it's an old one. There's mm. a spirit in there that has, you know. Well, I don't believe any animals need to be killed any longer because I do believe that we have a very resourceful planet of fruits and seeds and nuts and grains and beans and all these beautiful, healthy, plant-based diets that now are so, you know, so all about our health and, and the health of the planet also. And and I feel that that is the only way we're going to get back to being in sync with nature. 
when you was it'll come back on the person yeah because and, and, and the future yeah. the children you know the, the yeah. children of the future well what are they, the what they kind of planet without us it, it has and it left alone it'll self-heal we're we're the ones we walk hard on the earth and and leave big marks we don't leave that we're gentle footprint we don't print. gently anymore um and see life life's a funny thing because we each have our own lessons to and our own path to be walked here and you can't tell everyone that we're all going to be like this now because even in our culture different mobs have different ways depending on where they lived and how it was so the harsher the land the harsher the law mm. some of our laws were strict you'd get killed for killing the wrong animal <laughs> yeah know? wow for for disrespecting creator, for disrespecting the earth, you you get exiled for marrying the wrong person, or um, you get taken out of uh, community, and you could live your whole life outside of community until you learn to behave properly. Mm. That's how harsh. Our, sometimes I wish our laws had come back, by the way, because it clear this up in five minutes flat. <laughs> There'd be a lot of people walking around with sore legs and spears hanging out of them, but, you Gosh, know. Can you <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. But it would, it would balance it out. And all the children would be taught from a young age how to respect nature. How to yeah, respect wouldn't that be beautiful. And what a man's place really is, because we have men and women's business, all right? Mm. And I foresaw a little while ago, I said to my community, we're going to run into a bit of trouble. They go, what do you mean? I said, well, we have men and women's business and society wants to give us something different. And mm -hmm. we can't take it because then we're not being us anymore. Mm -hmm. We're just some replica of a voice that says we should think this way. Mm -hmm. so that, that can cause problems. But that, that gives strength for the men and women's business. It gives strength to the community and the children and, and gives strength to the future because we know that we're bringing up the right um, people to make sure there is a future. A lot of it, people think that, oh, you know, you live in a suburb and that you don't know culture. You, people would be surprised that we, or, it's a lot of us that know what culture is. We don't get to practice it, perhaps. Yeah, But we still know what it is. Mm. and we do it in the practice in a small way and when we can and it's a big way it's like yay and we're all really really happy mm. so um but you go around to the schools and talk about your culture um i teach weaving at schools oh okay yeah i do i teach well i teach weaving every anyway right except for men because <laughs> in our culture Men don't weave. <laughs> oh no, they do. They would have. They would know exactly what I know, mm. but they would have been taught it when they were young. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. in our culture, men were self-sufficient. That's another mm. thing, right. Mm. They by the time we got to adulthood, the 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 men and women would know how to look after themselves. The men could weave, yeah, stuff, wow. get their own tools. The women could do the same, and they think that the women sat in our camp and did nothing. No, that's not true. Because what do you think we did when the men were out hunting? We had to, you know, if there was a threat, we still had to fight. We're warriors, you know. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I love about, yeah, all the, yeah, the Indigenous cultures. Yeah, women knew how to be wise. We're, we're matriarchal, but we're equal. We don't push yeah. them down. We're, we're equal. Yeah, but just the, love that. The female, yeah. the matriarchal is the last say because we think of everything. Is it good for everyone? Is it good for creator? Yeah. For the mother, for the animals, the land, is it good for us, men and women, the children, the old people? Mm. Is it good for everything? If it is, we'll give it a thumbs up and then you can do it. If it isn't, we'll sit down and have a big yarn. And then you tell us why and we'll tell you why and then we'll come to some. Yeah, if only everybody could live right that way. Well, I don't see why it's so hard. It makes common sense. (laughs) That's true. It does. It makes complete sense. And, and Luna, the, the podcast that I heard you speaking on as well, you, I, I remember you mentioning that when there is men's business and women's business and they have their own spaces, that often, like, say, in a uh, women's space doing women's business, um, an older male will be nearby yeah. to balance out the energy and vice versa. Is, yeah. is that correct? Yes, it is. And that person of choice is at an age where they've had children, they don't want to, they don't, need to have children they're not they're in a special frame of mind right, right. They've got their place because people will think oh that's anything but you you know it's not you that person's probably a spiritual person right so they know about energies so how do i explain this um balance all right um so whatever is happening in the ceremony here to ensure that it stays in good balance and a good connection you, you've got the older person over here watching over it, probably from a higher position too, um, just assisting with the energy and mm-hmm. making sure that no one comes in a fear. Um, yeah, lots of little reasons like that. But, yeah, people think it's all, say, women's business, there's no men around. Well, yeah, there is. There's a little camp just over there and you'll have probably a couple of fellas sitting and doing their thing and vice versa. Like some men's gathering, yeah, it was probably a little camp over there. You got some women sitting there having a little feed there or even doing their business, watching over it. But like oh. I said, they're of a certain caliber. They're usually grand in the grandparent age, they've had children, they're wise, they have control over themselves, and um it's all good. So mm. without going into detail. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. Um, I can envision that as you're saying. Yeah, same. same. It's beautiful. And yeah. Luna, it really, oh, sorry, continue. You're about to say something. No, you're right, Gamma. Yeah. No, no, I was just going to say, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I get getting the very strong picture that working with energy has always been a, a, an intrinsic part of First Nations people's existence, um, which I think that, you know, probably a lot of people don't quite understand that, you know, because we are so shut off from our spiritual selves in our day-to-day lives that to actually 
imagine a time when it was an intrinsic, important, respected, practiced part of our lives seems foreign um, to most people these days. Mm, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, because uh, with our mob, they can read you like a book, put it this way. We can read you like the ones that are gifted and still practicing culture, we can read just like a book. We have all our gifts intact, right? Yeah. Um, and we just look at you and bang, we know exactly what you're about. Uh, walking along, we can see the energy out of the ground. If, you, if you're sick, we can see that. Well, mostly, and you'll be sent to the healer, right? If someone goes, oh, there's something not right, they'll send you to the healer, right? The healer will sort you out. But they can still see that there's something wrong. So how can I put it? So we all got a job. We all got our jobs. But we can still see someone that we can kind of diagnose and go, oh, yeah, you need to go and see them because we can still see it. So how, how do I explain it? Uh, so we all got our own little genres, but we can function a little bit in every genre, genre so we can recognise these things. Mm. Okay? But we don't, I don't go and, um, oh, how can I put this? So I say I'm a healer and where you go, that's my job. Mm. Okay, the healing part brings in the spiritual stuff because I need that for my tools for healing. Mm -hmm. All right, but how can I put this? Um, other people that I know have different jobs. I can kind of do their job, but I would say you specialize in your thing. Yeah, and each I'll, person specializes yeah, in their own. Yeah, so so I'm a weaver, so I wouldn't be making um. I wouldn't be carving out digging sticks or anything like that. My my friend does the car digging sticks and clap sticks. Okay, I do the weave and I know how to make a digging stick and a clap stick. If I had to, and I was on my own, it's like oh, I need a digging stick and a clap stick. I can make it, but when there's lots of us, so um, you you might be the digging stick and clap stick person, right? And I'm the weaver, so. Someone wants a bag and they'll come to me and they want, oh, go, no, go to Catherine, she'll make it a dune stick. Mm. Even though I can make it, oh, she's not here, wait till she gets back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, but if That's I was out in the middle of nowhere and I needed one, well, I wouldn't wait for you, I'd make it myself. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. so kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, so, I understand. Yeah. That's yeah. why... Uh, some spiritual things I can do them, but they're not my job. I'll just go, no, no, I'm not doing that because it's not actually my job. There's someone else that's made for that job. Mm. And, mm. and you say so you got to find the person for it. Even in healing, Katarina, I had a friend. She went around. She was an Aboriginal friend. She walked around for ages trying to find someone that could see her problem. Right? Mm. She had all different healers, black and white, okay, and then lo and behold, I walk up and say, hey, sister, how are you going? Within 10 minutes of looking, I went, hey, what's that up there? She goes, can you see that? I went, yeah, it's plain as day. And she just pointed me, she goes, you're the one that I've been looking for. Yeah, I've see, been looking yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. That's why you could see it. Yeah. Because you right. were the one for her. Exactly. I believe that very much, that there's always people gravitate towards the right healer or the right person exactly. who's got the right energy yeah. to help them. Yes. yes. Same totally. same as the earth, because you remember that the, we're reflections of the mother. Mm. Right? So when women all get cranky, you know that she's cranky, right? When all men, yeah. you know that a cloud is cranky. Yeah. Um, 
so when you're walking on the earth, some places won't you won't want to be there. It's not mm. your place. Mm. You shouldn't be there. But you might might go, Oh, this is wonderful. I love it here. Mm. Oh, it's their place, not your place. Yeah, it's just like some people love and want to live in the city and others want to live in the country or yeah. It's, it's we're like energetically country. connected to certain places and frequencies. Because yeah, yeah. if we all do that and went where it sings to us and done what sings mm. to us. That's beautiful where it sings to us. That's yeah. a lovely way. Yeah. Then it, it creates harmony because everyone's happy, right? Yeah. Positive and negative because then it creator made all things, even the negative stuff, right? Because um, we we have the, the the land protectors that can get quite, they'll scare the shit out of you and they'll make you sick and kill you if they have to to protect what they're protecting. That doesn't make them evil. That's just their job. Mm. They created made everything. So it has a place to exist and a place to be, and you don't go to that place if you don't want to be in that negative energy. You stay where you should be and vice versa. And when it gets mixed up and there's too much of either, an energy comes to even it out because too much happiness is no good either. Right? I'll, I'll tell you a little story. So on my naming day, I've got my traditional name, I was so happy and so high spiritually. I ride a motorbike. I actually left my body and I fell over on my bike because my bike just went crash. <laughs> my bike just went fell over. I'm oh. like, what happened there? And then I and they said to me, you were too high. You don't get too high. You don't get too low because I live here. I don't live uh, in spirit world, right? Yep. I live in spirit world. I wouldn't be on the bike. Yep. But yep, I was so high. I I didn't yes. even realize I went out. And um, yeah, this just the, the bike just went like that and I just fell. I didn't get hurt or nothing because I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right. And then, then I realised what happened and went, oh, okay. Just got up and kept going. But I learned that day um, too high to get too, yeah, it just wasn't right because I couldn't function. You can't function here. Yeah, you've gotten too away from your physical body to be able to function. Go either way, positive or negative, mm. yeah, because we are in a body and we are here for a certain period of time. You're occupying that body, you've got to play by the rules. Um, reincarnation, how's that? Let's talk about that. You believe in reincarnation? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. It's, can, it's can... part of our culture. Okay. It, it, we, it's a natural part of our culture. Um, that's why we look at the young ones to see the old ones who's come back. Mm. Uh, and that's a lot right. of people in this world were in the wrong lives because they forgot who they were and who they are. Mm. And they're just doing whatever the life says. You know, I'm going, I'm working the bank every day and mm. do that, but they're not actually bankers. They're past life, they're brilliant at something else. That's what they should be doing, you know. Mm. But you get a memory wipe before you come here. Not everyone does. I wish they had a my, my memory sister. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. A lot of people that I've my memory. <laughs> they've had memory wipes, so they've forgotten. Most of them have. Most people Most of them memory. have. Yes. Yeah. Um, I call some of us are born awake. I'll call it born awake. Yeah. That means you haven't had your memory wiped. You'll yeah. Come back Majority here. have. But if you've had your memory wiped, you can. Call it back to you. It, you can. You can reawaken it. You can draw it back. Sometimes because it's a part of you. Somebody. Belongs to. Yeah, someone you can meet somebody and it triggers it, and then all of a sudden it was like, whoa, because mm. whatever they're carrying is 
you know, triggers. Mm. They had a lot of fear or something and it just wakes you up and you're like, oh, I remember stuff. What's happening to you? And that's when they come to see people like us, right? <laughs> <laughs> they sure do. Yeah, I had yeah. my life up until now and then I met this person and something happened and I opened it up and woke me up. Mm. I remember this stuff or I'm seeing energy now. I see colours, that's energy, you know. I hear strange things, that's energy because mm. it has a, has a, a colour and a sound, right? Correct. Yeah, people don't know energy has a colour and a sound if you can. Yeah, unfortunately people have not been, you know, educated in the skills of energy or, you know, being able to see themselves as spiritual beings and owning their gifts. And I've met so many people over the years who, you know, had incredible gifts, like but found it hard to accept them, to step into them, to believe it. It's like, oh, but, you know, I'm nothing special. Why should I have this gift? You know, people have just been programmed to to just think that they're the five senses and that's it. There's no more to them. They don't realise you're, you're a multidimensional beings. You, you've lived, you know, in other galaxies, in other universes. You're the, an ancient soul and people forget that. They can't embrace that aspect of themselves. So they feel like they, you know, there's just this tiny little person that doesn't matter, living a physical life, like you said, in an office or a bank, and that's all that they are. Then they might want. Yeah. <laughs> and then you try and open up open their up, minds yeah. and it's like, oh, wow, could this really be yeah. it? It's like, yeah. yeah. But so, Luna, in your culture, you can recognise um, family members that have passed in, in that have been, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice a little bit, that have been reincarnated into um New new bodies, new lives. Like, did you sometimes? Oh yeah, you'll reckon. Yes, yes. Yeah. You'll know who they are when they're born. Yeah, actually, the first couple of days of the baby born, that's when you look, look straight. And away. it will come to you who you'll they are. Away. You look in their eyes because they're the window to your soul, right? Yeah. You read the same soul signature. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but the first couple of days when the baby's born, the best time because it's all new and fresh. Mm -hmm. Um, whether the babies had their mind wiped or not. Um, I've seen spirit. I've seen people come back within 24 hours and be reborn. Mm. Yeah, that's correct. It, it can be 300 years. It can be mm. one days. moment. It yeah, whatever is for that person's path mm. and whatever the creators assigned for them. And if it's available, the vessel, you know, and it takes. I think forget. I think it's seven, seven, seven spirit to all agree for someone to be born like it's not just someone's born it's discussed and weighed up before mm. a spirit comes into this world it's not just a a stupid thing like it's actually discussed and weighed up for their pathway as they enter this world mm. um, and sometimes there is no one they, they, there's no one to come through, or they don't want to come through, and they go, No way, I'm not going back there. So, yeah, this is a really hard one. I have so many women who want to have a baby, and it's like, Oh, it hasn't happened. We've been trying, we've been, and I tap into the spirit of that baby, and it's like they're just not ready to come yet. They're not through with what they're doing in the spirit realm. They need more time. And it's like it just can't be your timing. That little child has to be also ready and willing to make the journey back here. 
And sometimes, yeah, it's true. They just don't want to come. It's like, no, I've had enough and, you know, I want to go somewhere else. I want to experience something different. In our because culture, we teach women that if you don't have babies, that's okay. Because yeah, of course it is. The woman that's had all the children, and that's your job is to become an auntie. And, yes. Yeah. And, Where I think in in our culture, it's like there's almost this stigma for a woman if she yeah. you know hasn't been able to have a child that she's not fertile that this hasn't happened you know which is really sad. Whether you could go and embrace it, adopt a child, you know, there's other children out there in the world who need loving parents. But well, I don't know if you know in our culture either you call your mother auntie and you call your auntie mother. Mm. Oh, and no, I didn't. Uncle, right? You call your dad uncle and then you mm. call your uncle dad because we know as human beings when you're growing up and you're a teenager, isn't it easy to go and talk to one of your aunties or uncles? And you're yeah, just, then your right? parents. This yeah. is so true. Yeah. Right? So we, we know that. So from when you're a little, we, we get you ready and go, well, all right, that's your auntie, but you call her mum. That's mm. your mum, but you call her auntie. And because we know you're going to go and talk to mm. your aunties or your uncles because they're mm. going to be your second mum and dad. Yeah, that's true. It's beautiful. And they, they can live with them even sometimes. So, um, And I think it's beautiful in your culture because, you know, everybody gets to be a part of that child's learning oh, and part yeah. of their lives, mm. you know, whereas unfortunately, you know, in, in our culture it's like, you know, a child is sent to daycare and, you know, you've got random person looking after your Strange. child, and I know, like, you're looking after your kids. Yeah, just because mm. I've got a piece of paper that says I can do this job doesn't mean I'm a good <laughs> exactly. Or that I care. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, <laughs> the society that we've created here means that your know, mother literally has to has a baby and has to find a way to get back to work. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's really sad, you know, and you know that. These okay. mothers are leaving like little little ones in a daycare centre. I mean, some women are lucky and have their mum, their dad, you know, family members to take care of the child. That's a much better yeah. situation. I know a lot of dads that actually uh, stay home mums now. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did, Luna. I, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. James well, did not that. Now, but I did, I did that, yeah. Yeah, good on you. I loved yeah, it. It's much, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I think if one of the parents could stay home and look after the child, I think that's the, the best outcome. Yeah, it is. It is. I was lucky that way. I always had somebody there when growing up. Mm. Um, there's always somebody. And we did the same for my children. Um, yeah, because it's important. Mm. People don't realise, too, when you have children, they're only yours to, because you know how we got, you go to your auntie and uncle anyway, so your mum, you're only there to teach them those normal things that you're supposed to do, like how to brush your teeth, how to take care of yourself, blah, 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 blah. The rest of it, they'll go to the person they were assigned to spiritually. It may not be the parent. And That's they, right. They'll have a closer like connection that, yeah. to someone else that resonates with them. Yeah, and it's yeah absolutely. A, yeah. a spiritual thing first. And, and that's what our culture recognises, is that it's a spiritual thing first. Mm. And then it's in the physical because that's what we are. Everything here is actually spiritual. They call it, um, what do they call it these days? Uh, like you're in a game and, you know, it's a construct place. Oh, well, like it, a matrix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it kind of is because it's built for you to harbour, uh, to jump in your body and participate here. 
So mm. it kind of is. Mm. You know, that, um, what they don't tell you is that you can you got gifts that helps you to move things in this world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That order. Yeah, that's right. Pies, to help like, heal, yeah. to help heal things in this world, like you said, yeah, absolutely. And my some things I do teach are what I call airy fairy because they're like new. I call it new age. So oh, me too. Oh God, yeah. don't give me the information. So stupid, and yeah. Things like doing ceremonies and when they shouldn't be doing it, right? Yeah. Oh gosh, I've never been a new ager, and I've always declared that from the beginning of my journey. I think that it's just a whole lot of such misguidance. It is. It's to guide them the wrong way because what we have naturally. You can't stop human beings from being this way. Creator made us that way, of course. Um, and and everyone knows it deep down inside because, like we said, when people are in trouble, they experience something. Mm. They look at people like us straight away. Like mm. they don't want to know us until something like that happens. Then <laughs> 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 then you're your best you're your best friend. Again, they go like, "What about this? What about that?" And they come away a bit more wiser and educated. Mm. Um, or they've done something really wrong. That that's happened to me so many times. People have gone and walked out somewhere or done something on the land or taken something off the land um, and then something's happened, they're sick or accidents or whatever, and then they come to me to fix it. Oh, I get angry. I get so angry. It's like you don't want to listen to me until this happens. Mm. Yeah, you want me to fix it? I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> um Thank I you. think you two have a lot in common. That's Katarina. She's like always fixing things and it's like, oh, you're coming to me now. You got the issue from doing the wrong thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of education needs done. We need to bring people up to up to space. And even to just sitting around in a room with people, in normal society, we're taught to put our energy over everyone to function and get what you need. That Rather is, than unify. Actually against law. Mm. You don't do that to people. You you can't put your energy over them to get what you need. That is it breaks the law. Yeah, it's vampirizing somebody's energy. Yeah. You get kicked out community real quick, man. The magic fellows will give you heaps. Funny <laughs> <laughs> they were running things, Luna. I know. That's what I mean. We need to go. Everyone knows that. And we all knew a time would come where they'd be looking at us, all the traditional people in the world for the answers, right? Because they'd run out, it's not work, and we all knew that. Now's the actual time it's starting to happen. Um, yeah. Um, and whoever's left has to stand up and go, okay, that's your job, you know, this is what you're here for. Um, yeah, it's time to act. Yeah. yeah do you do you... taught. Sorry, say that again. Act upon what you've been taught. Yeah. Spiritually. Mm. That concludes the first part of our fascinating chat with Auntie Luna. We hope you can join us for part two, and we will see you again next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye. To gain access to private spiritual development classes, guided meditations, and live Q&As with Katerina, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash the Australian Ghost Whisperer. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 